Hello there, just giving you a heads up that this chapter of Let's Get Deeper Volume 4 contains content about mental health, self-harm, self-injury, and suicide. If you do not wish to listen to this episode due to the content, please feel free to wait for the next one. If you wish to seek support, there will be links in the episode description. For now, on with the show. Hello and welcome back to this chapter of Let's Get Deeper, the show where I get a few of my friends down and um, I ask them some very personal questions and um, they try not get awkward about it. Um, this chapter, I have got my friend Ryan with me. Hey. <laughs> hey, it's Ryan. How's it going, guys? Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Um, and for the listeners, Ryan, you want to introduce yourself? Oh uh, yeah, sure. Um... I'm Filipino, and yeah, uh, I just graduated um, last year, December. Doing what? Doing information systems and entertainment industries at QUT. Ooh, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, how would you say? How would you say your experience has been? Well, no, wait, information systems. So you were doing a double degree. Then, yeah, I was right? doing a double degree. Oh, okay, that explains why you were here for so long. <laughs> yeah, I was here for. I, I was doing foundation program, so it's a. So you did the year. Yeah, I did it. Is that year. when I first met you? Yeah. That would have been, was that 2014? That was 2013. 2013. Ah, uh, no, barbecue. that would have... Well, oh, that barbecue. <clears throat> yeah, that barbecue. Oh, was that barbecue. Okay. I was kind of early for that one. You were there early too, man. Like, like, who's this guy? <laughs> it was like preparing stuff for the barbecue and then... Uh, <laughs> and then that's how we became friends. Yeah. And then, But before you moved here, you were in Singapore. I was in Singapore for about uh, You 21. were there longer than I was. Yeah. About 21 years. Ooh. Yeah. Um, how? Hmm. How? How was it? Obviously, because that is something we share, although you did mm-hmm. there for longer. How was your experience being in Singapore? But obviously, you know, you're not carrying the... I'm not carrying red, the red, red passport. passport. Yeah. How was that? Uh, it was a, a great journey for me because... Um, Growing up in Singapore, uh, I didn't have um, this sense of identity because, you know, I'm, I'm Filipino and I'm with um, in a place where it's, you say, like a melted pot of cultures and, yeah. Ah. Did you, I guess, did you always think you were Singaporean before you, were, you thought of yourself as Filipino? I was already self-aware that I'm Filipino, of course. <laughs> Uh, apart Although. from just the waving the red passport, um, what else is there that you made you, I guess, identify closer to being Philo than? Because for me, I wasn't. I guess I knew I I didn't carry the red passport, mm-hmm. but because I was only there for what ten years, so I so for me, like my identity is still close closer to. Um, Singapore than it would be Filipino still even today yeah so but yeah I'm curious how that worked out for you do you yeah do you think of Singapore as your home big quotation marks I would say yeah because I lived most of my life there and Mm. uh, being migrated to Australia I could say it's still my home Mm. but yeah my, my parents already sold the house and they're trying to settle here so, this this is going to be your 
home lah eventually. Yeah, eventually. <laughs> I'm still trying to be Australian. Um, <laughs> trying to work hard here. <laughs> uh, as as one can try, given COVID and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, how has COVID been for you? That. Oh, uh, are you gonna put it in a scale? Uh, that's up to you. See, see, you you know what a scale is like. So I'm not going to I'm not going to enforce it on you. You can do it however you. <laughs> a scale is like what dragons? <laughs> <laughs> no, musical scale. God. Um. Well, yeah. Shit hits the fan. <laughs> I mean, you studied CI. You were going to work. Yeah, I, I left Singapore because I, I wasn't able to find a job. And then... And then you come here. I, I came here. <laughs> I still can't find a job. Oh yeah, malas, uh, malas. Malas, malas. Yeah, yeah bro. Unlucky, <laughs> man. It's really unlucky. <laughs> it, is, it does suck, though. And I, and I can understand. But even more so hmm. because you still being, you know, like an international graduate, international yeah. migrant, like you along with a lot of the international students would find it very difficult in this environment to find a job, which sucks. And I can empathize with that. Ah, but what is there is there something that COVID has taught you? Like to, to, to appreciate or yeah. Appreciate. Appreciate or be more aware of I guess. All I can say is um you know COVID has has taught me like uh life is, is not so what you what you think it is like uh-huh. it's not some, you know something bad might happen to you one day uh-huh. it's just yeah it's more than you know what you think it is and uh, yeah, that's fair though I mean is there anything else that you think you you've come to realize aside from aside from that I realized that I, I've been like really impatient with you know, all these job applications <laughs> <laughs> Oh, how many, how many yeah. jobs, how many jobs have oh, you applied for? Too many? Too many to this. Oh, God. Every day is like up to two to five. Ooh. I do get some emails here and there, but uh, yeah, it's basically the, you know. <laughs> what the, 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 you're not, lo- what you're looking for, so. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that so much. Um, I guess, hmm. Now I'm trying to think of how I'm going to segue into the other questions. Because I, I remember sending you some. And for the listeners, I tend to send people like the same list of questions. As just, I just don't remember. Um, I'm wondering, like, okay, um, what are your, what are the, I guess, types of things that you're interested in that people would, you'd recommend to people for them to get to know you more? Uh, like music bands like TV shows uh, yeah and... that's the thing about with, with COVID because um, my number one hobby is going to concerts and yeah it hasn't been really going what, what, well what concerts existent 2020 <laughs> 2020 what? what oh god um, what have been have been the most memorable ones that you've been to ah uh, I've been to Coldplay once I mean twice one was it's the first concert where I ever had when I was uh, when I moved to Brisbane it was amazing mm-hmm and the second one was um, it was free because I, I was volunteering, getting signatures from people. Um, it was this thing about um, it was for a petition for displacement people and people who were running away from war torn countries. Yeah, mm. that's interesting. I only just got about like thirty signatures, but mm. other than that, I did a pretty good thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Are there any other like memorable concerts that you've been to? Oh, so many. I don't know. So many? Can you rank? <laughs> rank? Top five. Top, Top five. five. Oh my gosh, that's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> for people who oh. don't know, Rand Rand lives off of concerts, which is why twenty twenty has such oh, been, been such a shit year for him. Yeah, it's it's my oh, go to for unwinding myself. <laughs> Your antidote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, something's lacking, but that's that's part of my personality. But mm. I've been trying to find other things to you know. I've been struggling with, you know, finding ways to yeah. keep myself entertained and, you know, keep keep myself sane. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and then there's this Animal Crossing thing. <laughs> what Animal Crossing thing? Animal Crossing. <laughs> it kind of saved my life in a, a bit. Ooh, like, why? I, I don't know. It's all the distraction from the chaos in this world. <laughs> I, I'm just remembering the meme. It's, um, the, the This is fine meme. And then it, they, they photoshopped the Animal Crossing game. Just like... Ah yes. There's this other one where this this dog in a <laughs> and in the background is just buildings burning down. You, you've seen that? <laughs> no. It's like um, applying jobs after graduation. <laughs> oh, oh, you've seen that, right? <laughs> oh, I think I have. I've seen some version of it floating around somewhere. Um, now, for people who also don't know, Ran has met celebrities. If I recall correctly, you have met quite a fair few. Mm-hmm. Who who are some of the celebrities that you had the best encounter? Uh, I gotta say Jack Black. Um, it was in. But he was here with um the band. No, no, no. He was. It was in Singapore. I was working. Oh. Yeah. Uh, he brought his band Tenacious D. Uh-huh. So I had to like. Uh, I was this. Um, this guy who had to fetch food for him, like prepare stuff. Oh, you're a runner. Yeah, I was a rider. Like, there's this thing called rider. Uh huh. So yeah, I could tell all the stuff about what he had and his. <laughs> You know, pre-concert um, procedures and oh. yeah, rituals. He's such a funny guy. Like, um, I remember like telling him like uh, he was had he had a struggle of like pronouncing my name like Ren Ren. <laughs> it shouldn't be hard, you know. Uh, okay, aside from Jack Black, who else is? Who else? Who else? Who else is like one of the more memorable ones or the most like? You fanboyed at the most. Fanboyed. Uh, I think Tom Hiddleston was one of them. Ooh. Yeah, they did the filming for Tor. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yes, they were yes, in yes, Brisbane. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. yeah. You, you when they, when they, what's this? They changed. They. It turned a scene. No, it wasn't. It was based in New York, so uh, it was York in one. Albert Street in Brisbane. Yes. And yeah, it's funny because uh, I always walk through that street when I go to uni, and then it yeah. suddenly became Street of New York. And yeah, so Tom Hiddleston was having a break and a toilet break actually. Like he he keep on walking back and forth, oh. and then his stunt double was just standing like over there. So you know they had the stunt 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 double just uh-huh. to you know for camera stuff and yeah. sort of that. <laughs> Um, get him. Hey, hey, can you come here and get a picture? It's my birthday. <laughs> was it? No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't my birthday. <laughs> it was just like getting to come here, you know, because uh, celebrities like uh, uh-huh. we're just teasing him. <laughs> but you did get a photo with him, right? <laughs> I think got a selfie with him. It was a selfie. <laughs> um, is there someone that you would want to get a photo with, or you want to interact with? Uh, someone living or someone who's already I mean, been there? It doesn't matter. Living or dead. Is there, is there is are there people that you would want to meet? Hmm, who would I want to meet? But it's pretty dangerous. Like it's COVID at the moment. I would, oh, I, I mean, sure. okay, post, <laughs> in a post COVID world, post COVID world, or in a okay. world without COVID, where you were able to travel, or they were able to travel. 
Who hmm. do you want to meet, living or dead? I don't. Living or dead? Ah, probably Kanye West. <laughs> recent, recent attempt at uh, president. president. Oh yeah, God. we're currently we're in a, you know, we're recording. figuring out who's going to be the next president yes. for the world. <laughs> oh, oh dear, oh dear. Um, Kanye, why Kanye? Why easy? Why easy? Yeah. Um, for me, what fascinates about um, Kanye because mm-hmm. I like uh, the creative process of every individual. Like every single person has like a, you know, how do they come up with this idea and and such. So with Kanye, mm-hmm. like um, you know, he had he had this kind of um, history with uh, you know mental issues mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. Um, yeah, he had breakdowns on Twitter, and I want to figure out why he's going through that. But maybe if you see him in personally, he might be different compared to his breakdowns. Ah, uh, yeah, interesting. I've always found Kanye very fascinating. Yeah, but from like a from a psych point of view. <laughs> what are you thinking about? It's like I'm, I'm just very curious what, why he's why he's got this um, very famous like deity complex that he's sort of created for himself yeah there was this one time where he <laughs> where he claimed huh? he was, was <laughs> jesus or god i can't remember which one oh but which one the, he didn't he, he that was one of his most like visible breakdowns was it not where he tried to claim he was um if i recall correct that was something that happened like he tried to claim he was the messiah and oh okay. all this fun all this <laughs> very strange stuff that he keeps oh boy it's just like ah it's very interesting is that messiah complex or something it's something like that <laughs> i'm just like kanye you're very fascinating but i need you to stop <laughs> <laughs> oh dear so kanye huh yeah one of them yeah interesting mm-hmm. individuals mm-hmm Anyone else that you think you'd like to meet? Hmm. Let me think. There's so many, man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so many. Oh wait, wait. Uh, Tyler, the creator. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Another interesting individual. Hmm. So his last album. Um. Uh, what's his last album? I forgot. Uh. <laughs> oh my gosh, I forgot. <laughs> what about the latest album that he dropped? Oh yeah, it's a, actually a concept album. So it's like a story. So with concept album, one song after another, it, it ties into everything. Mm-hmm. To yeah, this big story. Mm. And then when he performs live, he would like wear this wig and then like, perform. <laughs> it's like Sia. Yeah, like Sia. <laughs> yeah, she's still doing songs, that girl. Uh, okay. That's true. Yeah, and then like backstage is a different kind of person. It's very like very real and. Like, if you do something outrageous, he'd, like, uh, respect you for that. Uh-huh. And, yeah, I saw this video once where this couple of teenagers, um, they sneaked backstage. Uh-huh. And then went to um, Tyler, the creator's tent. And then and then <laughs> they wanted to interview him. And then he was okay with that. Like, oh, I, I respect you, bro, for, like, tr- trying to sneak in just to see me. <laughs> just one of those things He's where... very chill. Yes, very chill. Okay, okay. Would you say that would align with what your personality is like? Or no? Um, I, I 
don't really see it, but uh, maybe you do. <laughs> uh, yeah, to some extent, yes. But also, you're very. How would I put this? Um, in group chats, you have the you have the unofficial title of meme lord. I guess. Yeah, meme lord. <laughs> oh my god! I've got so like many. over six thousand photos in my photo album, my phone. Oh my god! <laughs> So whenever like someone brings out a topic or mm-hmm. someone says this, I'm prepared to like, <laughs> look for that kind of meme and then just fill in whatever I have to say with a picture. <laughs> uh, it's always funny to see what kind of memes you have. I'm just like, yes, very relatable. But some of them are just like, it's a little bit dark, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, I know we I know we briefly talked about um, uni, but when I met you, then we did the whole filler club thing, right? Mm-hmm. You became president here at QUT for the Filipino club. Yeah, it's it's the longest term I've ever... Is that uh, three years as a president? Oh my gosh. Three years? <laughs> yeah, I think longer so. Longer than me. Longer oh, no, than actually, longest yes. Longest reigning president, president for, for the filler filler club, yes. How was that experience? Because I know you were reluctant. I was reluctant <laughs> at first. Well, not from me, actually. From our other you, friends. You volunteered me yes, to... Yes, yes. I yeah. pushed you into that role. <laughs> How was it? That experience uh, it was a fun experience. Um, I gotta say, like, I've been, you know, thrown into the... <laughs> deep end. <laughs> deep end. And, oh my gosh, it's really fun. Like, great experience. Um, mm. Met lots of people along the way. Mm. Uh, Learned how people do stuff with their leadership skills and, and why they don't want to do this kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, so much responsibility for, you know, this kind of job. Yeah. And the thing is, right... We say it's a job, but we're not being paid for it. Not being paid for it. It's so, voluntary. It, it is completely voluntary. Why Then why did you say yes? What did I say? Why did you say yes? <laughs> I wanted to. You wanted to. Because I knew I, it was coming at me. Like, um, I didn't say yes in the previous years because there are other people who. There were other capable people. And I knew that, you know, if I say yes earlier, um, the club might, like. <laughs> what? Like, uh, <laughs> you know. What, fold? Fold, yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> I had to say the right time. Like, okay. I mean, that's fair, though. Um, and the good thing is, like, you coming with your the experience, well, the knowledge of, you know, like, within CI and that stuff really helped mm-hmm. um, with getting sponsors and things. And that's continued, I mean, till, till this year, like, earlier this year. So... And and I guess that was my limitation is I could get the ball rolling but I needed someone to continue that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's kind of why it like in my head, that was the reason why I chose you is because it was a very natural progression from what I would think. So mm. So what did you think of, of my leadership? <laughs> you how mm, mm. how much honesty do you want me to put and how much honesty do you want me to say when this is recorded and published? <laughs> Up to you, man. Like, <laughs> um, I mean, you have your own very unique way of dealing with people, and I respect that because it can be difficult to, you know, um, interact with people who are very different in terms of dynamics-wise and views of leadership and all that fun stuff. And you know, we've we've had our fair share of people who don't want to commit to things. Yeah, very true. So. <laughs> You know, you have your way of dealing with them. I have my way of dealing with them. It's a very... Uh, I guess it's complimentary. 
is um yeah overall like the three years that i wasn't like you know i i i'd already taken a step back and then had to move up um to sort of manage what we have now um no it's been good it was actually really really good to see the growth that you know um we kept we put stuff in we did more events and that was really fun so yeah that's how i would view like your your three years within mm. that space yeah we, we did stuff we've never done before like trivia nights ah <laughs> uh, trivia nights um, um, we didn't do karaoke no we never did karaoke when I was in, it was my 10 year we did me. lots of collaborations within my term yes so. we did um, is there something that you learned from that that you would take forward yeah I was able to do stuff like but not in the presence of you know myself being there and then giving other people a chance to you know lead the event or spearhead mm-hmm. yeah that was fun like would you do you it again put like like this trust to people where, mm. where you think like oh mm. maybe if, if you give them that trust they yeah. would you know they would succeed succeed I think yeah I think but there's always like for me it's like I want there to be trust obviously you know trust them enough to succeed but also be around in case it fails at least you can catch the catch it before it goes completely to shit I guess that's my <laughs> yeah that's the thing um mm, interesting what do you hope you'll be able to do in 2021 2021 go to concerts obviously obviously i'd say things would start normal like around march mm-hmm. that's my prediction mm-hmm. um yeah hopefully because uh, i want to see my friends from interstate and other countries yeah i want to tour the world again <laughs> um Get more shirts. I remember this. I remember this conversation. <laughs> you you have been wanting to go to Japan for yeah, I've been wanting time. to go to Japan like every year. When did you want to go? Hmm? When did you first bring up the idea of going to Japan? Like twenty seventeen? Yeah, around there. Because my parents went there without me, <laughs> and like, oh, I'm totally missing out. Uh, I should totally go. Uh huh. And then and you then didn't go. Yeah, I didn't go and like for the first few times. Didn't go. 19 you didn't go because <laughs> my my um my year in uni has just been stretched because of other issues but mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. when i graduated i thought like oh my god i'm gonna finally gonna go to japan and but then <laughs> hey ho covid <laughs> <laughs> so you're hoping what a kill joy eh? <laughs> i mean you know has its ups and downs um so obviously travel and concerts is there anything else that you'd want I assume a job uh, yeah a, um, a, a stable job I might move to other states it depends on like if I'm really desperate to like, find a job or, I mean like case per case like the situation is going on mm-hmm. but hey like they're opening borders between NSW and Victoria now like soon later mm-hmm. this month mm-hmm. so that's a good step to hear yeah but I mean, the thing with CI, with, you know, creative industries and entertainment is that Queensland is not the, the plate, like, you know, not the state where a lot of jobs are right for your industry. Yeah, yeah partly so. true. Because um, there's more, obviously, in New South Wales and Victoria. Yeah. Do you think that'll change, though, given what's happened and what will, how COVID will impact um, creative industries? At the moment, I've, I've been seeing more jobs in those um, cities compared to Brisbane. But yeah, mm. hopefully, um, we'll start to like go back to normal. Mm. Um, 
Only time will tell. True. Yeah. I can only hope. Is there anything you miss about Singapore? Like can food, anything. Anything. Uh, <laughs> food, yes, obviously. Big, big mood. Big mood. Yeah, maybe the work culture. Um, work Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. There's this kind of, uh, how do you say, um, satisfaction with this kind of stress in working in Singapore. Like, I know it's really stressful, but at the same time, the gratifying. Payoff. The payoff, yeah. Ah, high stress, high reward. Yeah, that kind of thing. But at the same time, I I want to like uh, relax. But of course, uh, <laughs> I, I grew up in living in a stressful environment like mm. almost every year. And mm-hmm. I'm used to that. But now I'm so relaxed. <laughs> I kind of miss you that kind of... You can't really go back. I, I can't go back. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Singapore didn't want me. So that's why I moved to What do you mean street. didn't want you? <laughs> yeah, I, I tried... Um, in becoming like a PR PR permanent mm. resident but they they kind of rejected me for that mm. yeah uh, apparently I, I applied past the year where you had to go to national service maybe that's why like but that oh you're trying to the, dog the but that shouldn't be the case though <laughs> like I, I know that like even if you even if you apply like after you're 18 they will still call you to do it anyway I guess it's circumstantial or contextual yeah, but they would always go for, you know, give um, success to, um, you know, Chinese nationals. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, I would say. I hear more stories of them. They like they can't even, like, try to speak English. But mm. I'd say being racist here, but that's very true for a country like Singapore. Um, yeah, and I mean, that, and that, and that, I think, is the critique, you know, is it Singapore in, in and of itself is... Chinese majority within a within an island that is historically and traditionally Malay mm-hmm. and like if you know your history the, there's a reason why they were expelled from um, you know the Federation of Malaysia like there are reasons why they've developed quite differently but yeah I think and that's why like, I guess I also have like a little bit of a conflicted identity with <laughs> Like being attached to Singapore as my home, mm-hmm. as much as it is my home, I recognize the issues that have been around for such a long time. And yeah. um, do you, you know, because obviously, like Filipinos, we are a minority, as it were, in the country. Did you experience any discrimination growing up? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. Um, uh, of course, name calling in school um uh, i always got get called a maid or you know domestic worker or something like that uh like <laughs> in primary school or sec- uh, more in secondary school i think yeah i think yeah. i think that would have been the case but there are other filipinos as well in my, in my school so where, i don't where, think where did you live the north right uh, i always live um for, during most of my time in that school i was living in like near the city oh so you were central i was central and the school was like around near Novena. Uh, yeah, that's that's interesting. I, I guess because I was very fortunate, I I left Singapore. I think on the cusp of PSLE. <laughs> like oh. I left when I was uh, I started P five right, and then yeah. we moved here. Um, and I was an Eastie. I was always an Eastie, maybe except for like two years when we moved to Central. Um, but I was always in Eastie. I think I got very fortunate. Like the the 
kids that I grew up around yeah um, didn't other me as much I guess you know the only exception would be obviously mother tongue because that's you know Agalong is not a thing that is offered as a mother tongue it's always one of the three other languages that you have to you did Chinese though. yeah I did Chinese you did Mandarin I did Malay <laughs> I had like, to drop because I, I wasn't able you're to too bad I was too bad man like I can't have conversational Chinese at home like <laughs> I mean well isn't that why they have tutors yeah but <laughs> it's just yeah uh, it's but, just so much effort for something you don't like fair but yeah but yeah no I always think about like what my life would have been like had had we stayed on had I finished secondary school there well there was a time when my parents wanted me to go back to the Philippines like I think it was in the year 2000 um, uh-huh. yeah political reasons why we don't want to go back to the Philippines because mm. in 2000 um, Arab um, Estrada. Estrada was was back in power and like mm-hmm. okay just, just stay put in Singapore for a while <laughs> so yeah that's right um, my family stayed um, uh-huh. Do you think do you think your parents regret that decision or uh they didn't say that they regretted it but so far so good um, okay and i can imagine like you know obviously singapore you have a lot of stress academically did you like did you struggle with that oh yeah i did um i had to repeat my third year in high school um yeah so that was a struggle because uh i was loved by my teachers because i I always like uh, answer the teacher like. The, oh, you would always. Put yeah, yeah. Up but then <laughs> it's weird seeing you like. Oh, okay. you, you failed that year. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you think you think it had it impacted your mental health? Uh, yeah, yeah, it did. Um, I went to depression like during that time. Um, mm-hmm. I say three to four months. I didn't go to school, and then my teacher had to like. Uh, drive me to school just to get me out of the bed. Mm-hmm. So it was, uh, uh I, I didn't want to see anyone, um, my teachers, my friends, because maybe of the embarrassment, like, uh, yeah, like, yeah. oh, people see us this, but you're not that, so you're such a, you know, <laughs> losers, yeah, losers, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, but hang on, this was high school, right? Yeah. So what's this mid two thousands already? So let me think. Around two thousand six. Six? No, no, two thousand seven or eight. Okay. Around there. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, no. Yeah, it was such a setback, but yeah, um, great learning experience from that. Learning experience. Yeah. How so? I'm very curious to know. <laughs> <laughs> to hear what you mean by learning experience about going through depression um depression is no fun um, mm. it's just you know saying no saying no to the world um yeah lots of negativity man like it's you're you're basically in that kind of space where you no know, it's, it's such a really how do you say comfortable answer to things um, yeah and yeah um i had to see like uh let's say psychologists psychiatrists yeah even like a priest per se um and then there's this realization that you have to get out of it one day so i'm just like what the heck okay just get out of here like Mm. yeah that kind of brought me out so and and then i had my friends who were really supportive like um you know we we know what you're going through and Mm. we're gonna help you Mm. stuff like that that's good 
because I don't think that's a that's a thing that is often talked about anyway. Like, <laughs> yep. especially in Asian as Asians, it's very difficult to talk about it. But I think you know, for us, our generation, we're getting comfortable with the idea of doing uh, you know um, having conversations about mental health and stuff like depression because it all it is not to say that you know it's not valid. It's just a very difficult subject to talk about sometimes, especially I think with parents and more so than with peers so hopefully that'll change um do you think it will the, to what extent? do you think do you think the stigma around mental health like in asian culture will change over time there's still suicides man i know like, and, that, yeah, and, that's that's... The, and that's the sad thing is like i keep looking back and thinking it's not like, even like it's not um, even going down in, i mean how do you say uh it's not even it's not even secondary school kids even mm, like primary, even school. primary school kids which is, like, for me, it's also very sad. Reali- like, it's sad to, to look back and just think, like, how many people that I, I knew growing up may not have made it out. Like, because I, I went through that, like, and I always think, like, had I stayed on, had my family decided not to, or, or we got PR or something, mm. I definitely would have gone through some kind of mental health breakdown somewhere in sec- secondary school yeah i definitely know that um and i think that would have been a difficult journey to go through not just because you know you're you're in secondary school but also because you're a minority within a bunch of asian <laughs> right yeah it's like it's harder because you're not you know you're not a red passport holder you know, a Singaporean passport holder. So immediately there's a lot more barriers for you to access the system and whatnot. So, I mean, I'm hopeful. But there's a lot more work to be done. Yeah. Um, I'm curious to know what your thoughts are about the Filipino community here. Uh, here? <laughs> yes, here. We're not going to talk about Singapore because that's a very okay. <laughs> I'm curious to know how you see yourself within the Filipino community. That's pretty big. I, I don't know which part of um, you mean uni, uh, general, generally, or I'm you know, curious to religious know community. I mean, I would say that the Filipino community here is more bound by faith than anything. Yeah, there's so many denominations. It's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty crazy, man. Like, mm. okay, I have to go to this, and then there's this again, and then. <laughs> Then to fill up with my calendars because Christmas is coming. Oh my goodness! <laughs> don't remind me. The free food and such. <laughs> free food is is a is a temptation, but I'm just like, no, I'm not here for gossip. <laughs> but it did as well. Oh yes, I know, I know. Like, do you do you see yourself as, I guess, a part of the Filipino community here in Brisbane? Uh, from the looks of it, um, people who've been around here for a while will stay, <laughs> like for longer than we are. I think. I don't know. What do you mean? It's just that um, the people leading the Filipino communities here in Brisbane. Um, I know there's. I I saw some changes, but uh, there's still this. You know, uh, trust with you know funds going around or yeah yeah and. Yeah, I, I I can see that there's like young people getting involved. That's that's good. Like, mm. but I guess my concern with that is, are they going to repeat the same mistakes that have happened with? Because you know, like people who know, 
me and I guess in a in the student club context as well. I've mm-hmm. had to I've had to make some very difficult decisions about who to side with, as it were. Actually, it's very easy. I side with no one, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't like. Of course, I might be filler, but I'm not a I'm not a member of any particular filler community outside of the uni stuff. And I think I've I've made peace with that because I know that there's a lot of things that are going on within our community that we have yet to properly deal with and resolve. So that's kind of my frustration. Mm-hmm. And I wonder because you know like people who go follow Ren's Instagram or you know, find him on socials will see he's a how would I put it? Social butterfly. <laughs> What's this? <laughs> I mean I would describe you oh, as okay. one as well. Because you go around, you like you mingle with a lot of the fellows that I don't <laughs> mingle with. Um, is it is it hard? Is it easy to be friends with people from the different parts of the fellow community? Oh, it's easy if you you know if what if you're really friendly. You're, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, what's the the thing that binds us together? Yeah, food. Like I always said, food. So it's the thing that okay. You bring this, you bring that. You're okay. You're in. You're in a party. Uh-huh. Um, and if you bring a friend, of course, they'll invite you. Oh, you know this person, or you know that. Uh, the, the, the it's just the small circles and yeah, circles. circles and oh such. my god. <laughs> oh dear. It's always interesting to see like how close these circles are sometimes. Yeah, it's so scary sometimes. Why? <laughs> why do you think that? Why? Why do you say it's scary? <laughs> Because I also think it's scary, but I'm curious to know. Yeah, it's scary because you know, um, you're you're close with this person, and then suddenly, oh, you know that person? Like, whoa, 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 whoa! Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> I share you this stuff, and then you know that person. <laughs> uh, the chisme side. Yeah, chisme side. Man, yeah. The gossip side is <sighs> is a toxic thing. I think we need to address as a community. Because. Mm-hmm. That's where that's where all the breakdown. That's where all the shit hits the fan. Is because of the chismisan that you know the fallouts in relationships. Yes. And, yeah. Fallouts in you know romantic relationships, friendships, like you know fam- extended families, those sorts of fun stuff that I get to hear from time to time. Um, and I guess that's my biggest critique of our of this community as well, is that we are so divided because of the the behaviors that people have or the things that people have done but also chismisan like fuels the fire and I have a and a, to me like do we do we bond because the chismisan fuels the fire and that's what we look for or is it the actual like connection but that's a Filipino thing they they kind of bring that from the Philippines when they moved here <laughs> the baggage yeah <laughs> the, the excess baggage like yeah you know, like uh, <laughs> Maybe that make them like feel like home. Like oh, if you bring, this- <laughs> I don't know. Some people I like, find it, you know, whoa. <laughs> it's a bit too much, I think. Like for people to bring the baggage from, it's like just let go already. Yeah, just let go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if only, if only it were that easy to tell, you know, the titas and the titas, just let go already. Hayang mo na. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like life's like that, man. So. Oh, God. Uh, oh, my God. Um, 
Okay. Um, aside from Animal Crossing, what else has gotten you through 2020? What has gotten me through 2020? Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Like media-wise or outside of media? Media-wise, what have I doing? Um, I've been watching a lot of Friends. <laughs> oh, Friends the television. Yeah, I already TV? watched like two to three times. Like I'm watching it again. It's so relatable. And how? Wait, wait. How is it relatable? Because <laughs> I'm at the in the episodes, right? They're at that mm. age, and I'm mm. that age too. Like mm. watching it, so. Hey, they're going through that, and I'm going through that as well. Like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, which friend do you identify with closest? Which friend? Let me think. I can't... Uh, all, all the three guys at once, like... Ooh! Mm. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you see yourself as a Ross? Mm-hmm. Sometimes. How? <laughs> when? When? Because <laughs> I'm like... I can be pedantic at times. Uh, yeah, like very um, to detail or <laughs> like very strict and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on. Go on, yeah, yeah. Mm, okay. I'll be interested to see what Gavin and Ariel say. <laughs> about 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 like which friend from friends does Ran identify with the word? What do you think they're gonna say? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Ross. Maybe just Ross. Just Ross. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. There's things I can't say on this podcast. Obviously, <laughs> that I would. <laughs> I get what you mean. I get what you mean. <laughs> that is so. <laughs> okay. Aside from binging friends, what else? Hmm. Um. What have I been doing? Maybe helping with my mom at home. Um, mm. There's so, so many stuff to do at home, like uh, decluttering. Because um, we've moved our stuff from Singapore, right? To mm-hmm. Brisbane. Mm-hmm. And then there's still stuff that needs to be, like, organized. Mm-hmm. And, oh, it's so much stuff, man. Like <laughs> <laughs> I remember you telling me you shipped over a bloody grand piano. Yeah. Like, what not, the fuck? It's not a grand piano. It's, Baby grand. It's, it's a... Uh, Side piano. Like, what called? do you mean, upright? Yeah, upright. upright oh, upright I piano. thought it was a grand piano. It's like, oh, it's an upright. Okay, that's upright less. Piano, yeah. That's less like insane. Like that's less <laughs> of an absurd thought. Why you would ship a grand piano? <laughs> it's, it's worth like over about ten k. Yeah, huh? nine thousand plus because it's Wait, a si- silent piano. Oh, where you can play oh. at like at night. You plug your, in your headphones. You plug in and then you just. Push down a pedal to make it silent, and we play the piano. Yeah, ten thousand. It's Yamaha brand. <laughs> oh, that's why. Wait, how old is it? it can't be. That oh, old. it's really old. I think. Uh, more than fifteen years. I think. Or is it sixteen years? Oh, I had it when I was like nine or ten years old. Is that? Whoa, whoa, it's really. <laughs> yeah, about yeah, almost twenty years old. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, then it makes sense. Then why yeah. Yeah. No, like. Okay, it has it has sentimental value and it's also very expensive, so it makes sense that you chip it over. But still, bloody hell. <laughs> um, mm, interesting. Speaking of friends and friendships, mm-hmm. is there anything about twenty twenty that you have discovered about them, like like friendships in general? Friendships in general. Mm. What about them? <laughs> I'm, is it what have you learned about friendships? I guess throughout twenty twenty. What have I learned about friendships? Um, you know, uh, friends are so different. Like when you put them in in situations where you know 
you thought they would you know go through, but they wouldn't. Mm-hmm. And I I grew up um with with like my family like uh, they always tell me like don't trust your friends too much because you know you know your family would always be there for you like. Oh, that's an interesting way to phrase things. Because mm-hmm. for me, it's like sometimes your family can turn their back. <laughs> so, uh, interesting. Yeah, they always say blood is thicker than water, something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. that's not. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't necessarily agree with that, but okay. Um, mm, and would you say you've. You, mm, how am I going to word this? Do you have trust issues with friends? <laughs> <laughs> trust issues? Yes. It's a matter of um, perspective and understanding why mm. um, people like disagree or fall out. Mm-hmm. Like There are some things that can be said and you have to respect their privacy for that. And then mm. at the same time, um, you would think, oh, maybe they're doing this because, you know, this and that, but it's actually that. Um, something else entirely yeah something else entirely mm, yeah and yeah at the end of the day it's you know um, yeah they're gonna come around if, if they want to yeah one can hope <laughs> one can hope <laughs> <laughs> oh dear um, yeah no friendships are very interesting what was that article that said like you're gonna come out at the end of 2020 with less friends and that's a good thing I think there was an article somewhere I've read before it's like no, that's true. It's like 2020 has also shown like how your friends really see certain issues and how they value people. And that's the biggest lesson I can take. Yeah, out there's of. this thing where they said like you only need five friends to live by. <laughs> so one, two, three. One, two, three. <laughs> it's like, hmm, the, the quota is uh, getting pretty full there right now. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, you, you're number six. Uh, we got to cut, uh, cut it there. <laughs> I have to cut you off. It's sorry. Top five. The <laughs> ranking. Oh God. I'm actually on my limit, by the way. Limit <laughs> yeah. of what friends? I have. Let me see. I have three best friends. So, um, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're at the limit already. That's not. Oh well. Up to you how you see it. Nah, I, I don't have like limit to my friends. <laughs> it's just you know. I, I guess it's like it's just like how much you're willing to share with people. Yeah, your your time and you know money towards friends, the effort and there. Mm. Uh, it's always it's always an interesting thing to learn about like friendships because like you never really know like someone's like real real like intentions or motivations until you hear like the perspective of someone else and then you're like, oh, they're really like that, huh? And then and then it makes you like think. Think about like what else have they done that I don't get to see because I am, you know, like I have this kind of relationship with them. It's always interesting. It's kind of unfair sometimes because you know uh, they're acting this towards you, but when mm. you see them towards other people, they can be really nice. But mm. <laughs> I don't know. It's just really hard to tell these days. Um, mm. I mean, you can only hope that. They change, but I'm a snake. So I... <laughs> oh, what? People don't change or uh, they have to change, I, I, right? I, have, I hope that they can change. And part of me wants to be... Part of me, like, wants to be proven wrong that, you know... I guess I guess for me, like, sometimes I view friendships as some people won't change, so I want, them to, I want to be proved wrong. 
that they will be able to make good on their actions and whatnot. Sometimes I'm like, maybe they really won't, just because they're so ingrained in how they think. Mm-hmm. Like, they're the, the circles of people that they hang around. So, yeah, that's sort of like my thought process around like, who do, which friends do I want to sustain? Like into twenty twenty one, and like there's, I don't know, there's a lot. Because <laughs> it's like, all right to be picky. Like. Uh, yeah, <laughs> particularly when it comes to like you know maintaining relationships and stuff, because you don't want you don't want toxic people around you the whole time. I think that's the biggest thing. Is like, mm, toxic people are emotionally draining. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ah, oh, this is something I should have asked you at the beginning, but I'll ask it now. What were your first impressions of me? I'm very curious. Impressions of you and Mitch here? I don't know. <laughs> Over time. I Over don't. time. Because we've known each other for what now? Seven years? Six and a half. Seven years? No, we did not meet at the start of 2013. Oh, yeah. We right. met halfway through. Halfway through. Mm. So six and a half years. Arguably longer than Gavin. <laughs> Gavin. <laughs> So yeah, what were what have your impressions of me been like since then and then over time? Yeah, uh, my first impression of you, I think you were really quiet now when I saw you. Like, yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. And I, I didn't think you were Filipino back then too. Like, oh, Ooh, I'm, what? What? what did you, which? Which one of the many Asian people did you think I was? Chinese? Uh, yeah, close to that. But... <laughs> It's that this guy is too yellow to be wow. Filipino. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> too yellow to be Filipino. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I thank my very fair mm. skin for, <laughs> for that privilege. Uh, yeah, I'd say you're like uh, really proactive in you know, uh, events and activities. That, that's why like, I really admire you so much as a friend. Like uh, You would go far to do this and do that. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, for the past years, like uh, you've proven to show yourself that you are actually are. Mm. Mm. That's interesting to hear. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's <laughs> you thinking I'm not filler. <laughs> I just like, no, I see that. I see that very much. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, I do appreciate that because you're like, mm, okay, that is a good thing. It's like. And it's also, I guess, it's it's the reason why, like, our circle of friends mm. has sort of stayed fairly the same over yeah. the last sort of three years. So, yeah. You are, yeah, always interesting to, to see, like, who, like, the circles of friends that I keep around and the reasons why. But, yeah. I'd like, I like to think, like, our current circle of friends are, like, very... Uh, how how do I very supportive like our current circle of friends mm. are very supportive um, our mutual friends are very supportive which is like you know we all support each other we all try and encourage each other but we're not afraid to roast one another occasionally which is a good <laughs> thing like you, we, we need to laugh at ourselves sometimes and we need to get called out and shit sometimes so that's you know a good thing but on the whole, very supportive. Yeah, our group chat is a roast pit. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> oh. So many bones already we've eaten through the, the huh? chicken. <laughs> what? We've bitten in too much of these things. <laughs> <laughs> Not wrong. Um, 
Is there anything else you wanted to, I guess, talk about or ask me? I don't know if you have any questions for me that have not already been um, explored or whatnot. Oh. Hmm. Any any other questions that you think or things you want to unpack? Or Yeah. Because we've already explored what 2021 would look like. So. Hmm. How would you say your life would be if you didn't move to Singapore? If I stayed in Philippines? Philippines, yeah. I think it would be very... Ooh, good question. I don't know. You might have moved to the US, I think, at some point. Yeah, I think that would that would have been... Um, had it not been, you know, like for my family's circumstances, that we moved to Singapore. Well, like when I, my parents were already sort of like settling in Singapore anyway when I was mm. born, so I was going to move anyway. But had that not happened, had we stayed in the Philippines, I don't. I think. I think. I don't know if it would have been easier. Maybe I would have been more naive. Maybe I'd be, well, for starters, probably have a better grasp of Tagalog, or actually speak it properly. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, uh, but I don't know. Um, maybe ambitions-wise, it would have been different. Uh, would have probably ended up doing something like med. Yeah, I, I can see that. Like, mm. <laughs> you know, that's a natural progression. It's like my family has, like, you know, I have, I have relatives who are in healthcare and all that. So it would is, it's a natural progression and a natural pressure for my parents. But I think, I think at some point we would have moved to the U.S. or moved to Canada. Like North America would have been the eventual pathway for us. So I'm like, I don't, oh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe that would have been a thing. But nah, I think I'm very lucky that I got to grow up in a place like Singapore. Even though I'm not Singaporean, um, just got the appreciation of what it is like to live in uh, a place wh- which speaks like so many languages and you know, has a lot of cultures that are legally and inf- like <laughs> legally bound to work with each other. It's always interesting for me to reflect on that. I'm just like, nah, maybe that was a good thing. Do you think Do you think your life would have been different had you gone back? Or had you stayed in the Philippines and not gone to Singapore? Um, yeah, I, w- I, would, I would still go to Singapore. Because like, um, my, my dad was already working there when I was born. So ah. so before that, he, he worked in Bahrain, like in the Middle East for a period of time. Okay. Then he moved to Singapore. Uh, yeah, uh, if if I stayed in the Philippines, I I think I'd I'd, I'd stay like I I wouldn't improve on my Tagalog for sure. I'm like with the English speaking. Ah, uh, the the, the conyo. Yeah. <laughs> those uh. Those Some part of it was telling me I'm like Filipinos. <laughs> okay. And yeah, maybe work in the entertainment industry. For sure. You think you still you you think you're. I have connections. That's why okay. I still put in the path I'm in. That's that's very fortunate then that you yeah you have the connections to stay in that pathway. Because mm. yeah, my mom used to work as the lady who gives out the checks to artists. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah. So she gets the respect. Oh, can I have my money? <laughs> ah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Ooh. There's one last question that I want to ask you. If you could, if there was something that you could tell your younger self, what would it be? How old am I? 
Well, that's up to you. You decide how old you want to, how how young you want to be, and what advice you need to tell them. I'd tell myself not to be afraid, like of decisions which you think. Um, yeah, because I was quite an impulsive um, child back then. Because I'm I'm the only child, mm-hmm. and I had no one to look up to, like an older sibling, mm-hmm. but my parents or my friends. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, the path I, I came to like till now mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't be here if I wasn't myself back then so I wouldn't say much to my younger self mm-hmm. and just do whatever you feel comfortable doing mm-hmm. so and yeah it's the people you meet they'll bring you here to mm-hmm. where you are mm-hmm. okay no matter how bad they are or good, <laughs> they'll still bring you like to a good uh, place. It's still, it's still a journey. <laughs> yeah. It's still a journey. Gosh. Um, yeah. Uh, interesting. Okay, that's cool. Huh? Um, anything else you wanted to talk about, or you're all good? Yeah, my stomach's growling. I think it. <laughs> I think the mic is like picking it up. <laughs> oh. I'll see. I'll see what happens when I when I review the footage. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you for doing this. How do you feel like having? Because I know you were like quite. Um, how to say? Very kanchong. Kanchong with what? Before this, like wondering, like, oh, what are you gonna? <laughs> what did you say to me when I gave you those? Well, sounds like a job interview. Is yeah, it? Yeah, job interview, man. Like, it's so demanding, Josh. <laughs> Excuse <Yeah>. me. <laughs> Hoi. I'm not the demanding one, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but how was this experience for you? It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I did YouTube videos before, but I'm, I'm excited to hear how I sound like. <laughs> <laughs> can you, can you uh, make me sound like a chipmunk? <laughs> no, I won't do that. Um, there's only one track anyway, so uh, it's like I literally won't be able to do that. Um, but yeah, okay, cool. Um, thank you for doing this. Yeah, me. thanks for having me. Not a problem. And for all our listeners, I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this chapter of Volume 4 of Let's Get Deeper. If you enjoyed this chapter, why don't you give us a follow or subscribe to us wherever you're listening. This podcast was created by the lovely people over at Great Mates Podcast. Follow us at Great Mates Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Listen to our other podcasts and we'll see you on another chapter soon. We would like to acknowledge the First Nations owners on the lands we are creating this podcast.